The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Welcome to Fresh Start Friday with... With Hannah. <laughs> just me, guys. Yeah, yeah, hey. okay. We'll just be quiet. You can carry <laughs> on. It's going to be a crazy day. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be crazy, actually, isn't it? Um, um, and also and introducing Grant and Carl. Oh, yeah. And um, we've got a few guests as well coming in we and do. ringing through. Who we got? Um, we have... First up, Tim. Uh, Tim King, our mayor. And um, have a look on our Facebook page. He, I've just put a little thing up he's just written. And uh, we're going to be talking to him about 7.30. And then... We also have Talia Wilson. She's a youth worker at the hub down in here, uh, Golden Bay. And... 
And coming in to the studio on trainee work scheme is Phil Smith. Ah, the, yes. The famous Phil Welcome. Smith. <laughs> He'll be in at about 8 o'clock. And yeah, awesome. just because we don't think you, we're, we're offering you enough most weeks, we're going to mm. offer you as well, Hans Bauer, who, who is Gombay Sports Person of the Year. And um, we were at the Sports Awards on Saturday. We'll talk about that later, won't we, Hannah? Aye. And that also a pile of body parts. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes, yep. our theme for today is body parts. If we survive the weather on the weekend, that is. <laughs> so here is the weather. We're going to start in Blenheim, of course, because it's far, far away. Cloud increasing. A possible light shower this morning and rain developing this afternoon with easterlies. And you get to 16 degrees today in, in, in Blenheim. And on Saturday, rain before dawn. Then showers. Then northwesterlies developing towards midday. On Sunday, partly cloudy with westerlies. And on Monday, partly cloudy with easterlies. That's a nice variety. Over the place. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then we have Nelson. Good morning, Nelson. Welcome to Fresh Start Friday. Fine today. <laughs> Occasional rain developing this afternoon, becoming persistent in the evening. Gusty southeasterlies. 19 degrees today, though. And on Saturday, showers. Easing in the after, in the evening, southerlies turning northerly in the morning. Morning cloud then fine, westerlies on Sunday, and partly cloudy north easterlies. That's Monday. Motueka, Motueka. Today is fine to start. Occasional rain developing this afternoon, becoming persistent this evening. South easterlies, and 18 degrees today. Um, showers easing in the evening, southerlies turning northerly in the morning on Saturday. Sunday is morning cloud, then fine westerlies. Monday, partly cloudy, north easterlies. Takaka, fine to start. Occasional rain developing this afternoon, becoming persistent and possibly heavy this evening. Southeasterlies strong for Golden Bay. Showers easing in the evening, southerlies turning northerly in the morning for Saturday. Partly cloudy with isolated showers clearing in the afternoon, westerlies developing in the morning on Sunday, and Monday is partly cloudy, northeasterlies. And place of the week, in case you're mm-hmm. heading to the North Island, to the Hawke's Bay region. Yeah, why Pukarau? Why not? Why Pukarau or why not? Or <laughs> anyway. what they say is why yeah. a moo cow. Oh, yes, why kick a moo cow? Oh, that'll do. Yeah, but this is why Pukarau. So, rain developing in Waipukarau this morning. Heavy falls at times, mainly about the ranges. Hills easterly is becoming strong this morning. Rising to northeasterly gales and exposed places this evening. And there's a heavy rain watch for you. So, um, if you happen to be in Waipukarau or you happen to be going there today, if you're flying up or driving up or taking the yacht, um, then you've got a uh, um, bit of a rain. But tomorrow's cloudy periods, isolated showers, strong northeasterlies before dawn, and then lighter northerlies in Waipukarau. We can get 26 degrees tomorrow, so it's pretty hot. Oh, I think we should yeah. all go there. Sunday is partly cloudy, <laughs> isolated showers, even. Clearing in the evening, northerlies turning westerlies in the morning, and that's your Waipukara um, weather forecast. Just because we like to do random stuff. The, the Central Hawke's Bay Waipukara gets mm. pretty hot in summer, but twenty six and the tenth or eleventh of November. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty warm. It's up there, isn't it? It's pretty nice. So we've got a lot of rain here. I'm just wondering, is that good for our? 
plants, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't had Definitely. any for a while. We probably need it. Mm. Yeah. See so if feast or famine. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we're brought to you by the Golden Bay Weekly. Just wanted to mention that because that's really important. They are a sponsor of the. They are the sponsor of the show. So thanks to the GB Weekly. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to reading it every Friday. Indeed. Mission after leaving here. That's a great newspaper. <laughs> Coffee just, in the paper. Oh, full yeah. of great stuff. Hey? Yeah. Indeed. And um, yeah, there's uh, quite a big article about, of course, the most important thing last weekend, which was the sports awards. Golden Bay Sports Awards, um, the MBS <coughs> Golden Bay 2022 Sports Awards. And the ceremony was great. And um, like I said earlier, Hans Bauer was the Supreme Award winner. Mm. Um, very humble man. And uh, we'll be talking mm. to him a little later. Um, and yeah, we, we got some good, had a wonderful talk speaker, um, the pre dinner speaker, who, who was Alan Jefferson. Who, um, wow, what an amazing story. Um, um, he was really cool. Eh? I really loved his hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just, I, could, I was mesmerized. He, he's yep. a really cool character. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also, yeah, he uh, he did the, what was it called? A, A, F, the, um, oh, it'll be in here somewhere. Um, yeah, uh, he spoke about a solo cycle race in the race across America. Mm. <clears throat> Everyone had finished, um, you know, he, oh, she didn't really say much about that, unfortunately. It's called Ram, though. Ram, and yeah. And it's, yeah, it's notorious yeah. for being a brutal race. Yeah, like 12 days across America. And this guy won. He's Golden Bay Boy. Yeah, yeah. it was 10 days, I think. 10 days. Yeah, and you had yeah. to do it with him. But... But but I was talking to somebody who said he he didn't do a record time. He was four days slower than the record. Four days slower than the record time. Well, and, it cost, it, and it cost fifty thousand. Well, that's all he ever wanted to do. Most people, that's all they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, they hardly sleep very much, like two hours a day. Um, and um, big support crew. Yeah, about ten in the support crew. Um, and it costs about fifty thousand dollars to do it. You know, you've got an RV, you've got a doctor, a nurse, you've got yeah. all sorts in your crew. Yeah. It's very full. <laughs> Um, yeah, and um, is that yeah. the one that goes through the Death Valley in California? Is that the one? No, it's from <coughs> east to west. Oh, west okay. to east, okay. something. Um, west to east, west to yeah. Well, anyway, it's mm. massive. No, it doesn't go down through Death Valley, I don't think. Mm. But it's pretty, pretty crazy. He um, was a very inspiring man, and he's a, lo- a local boy. Yeah, went to Central Starkica School. So well, there you yeah. go. That yeah. gives us all hope, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, the world's out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we can do it. We can do it. So anyway, that's enough of that. Um, We'll we'll move on and talk about that a bit later. Um, Yes, and I think we mentioned the theme today, bodies and body parts. Body parts. Yeah. Yeah. And where do bodies bodies start? What's, What's the foundation of our bodies? At the toes. Dem bones, dem bones. Dem bones. Dem bones. <laughs> so, dem bones, here's the Delta Rhythm Boys. This is the uh, original, I believe, or at least it's one of the earlier recordings I could find, with dem bones. <laughs> Connect them dry bones, easy go connect them dry bones, easy go connect them dry bones. Now hear 
word of the Lord. Well, your toe bone connected to your foot bone, your foot bone connected to your heel bone, your heel bone connected to your ankle bone, your ankle bone connected to your leg bone, your leg bone connected to your knee bone, your knee bone connected to your thigh bone, your thigh bone connected to your hip bone, your hip bone connected to your backbone, your backbone connected to your shoulder bone, your shoulder bone connected to your neck bone, your neck bone connected to your head bone. Now hear the word of the Lord. A dim bones, dim bones gonna walk around. A dim bones, dim bones gonna walk around. A dim bones, dim bones gonna walk around. Now hear the word of the Lord. Disconnect them bones, them dry bones. Disconnect them bones, them dry bones. Disconnect them bones, them dry bones. Now hear the word of the Lord. Well, your hip bone connected from your neck bone, your neck bone connected from your shoulder bone, your shoulder bone connected from your back bone, your back bone connected from your hip bone, your hip bone connected from your thigh bone, your thigh bone connected from your knee bone, your knee bone connected from your leg bone, your leg bone connected from your Ankle bone, your ankle bone connected from your heel bone, your heel bone connected from your foot bone, your foot bone connected from your toe bone. Now hear the word of the Lord. Oh, well, a dim bone, dim bone, dim. Dry bones, a dim bone, dim bone, dim. Dry bones, a dim bone, dim bone, dim. Dry bones, now hear the word of the Lord. Beautiful harmonies yeah, that was and amazing. clever bit of music, right? Well, what ins- I'll tell you what inspired this um, theme. I, I went over the hill on, uh, what day was it? Wednesday. I went to a, an amazing hui um, on the Whakatū uh, Marae um, with the three mayors from um, Blenheim, Nelson and Tasman. Um, lots of councillors from all three um, councils and a few community board members from Motueka and Takaka and we were pulverited onto the marae and we sat around for all day and, and had this amazing connection and amazing interesting um, <sighs> education um, and connection with, with local iwi and how it all works and, and how how important it is that we're, we're going to be moving forward and um, um, having them as partners because we've, mm. we've paid lip service to it for far too long. Aye. And so um, that was pretty amazing. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Mm. So <clears throat> on the way over, of course, I'm listening to music and pops up on the um, pops up on my um, stereo um, Ooh, is, is this next song. And I went, ah. Oh, 
Oh, I know. That's an interesting one. I never thought of that. Maybe we'll do the theme of um, bodies and body parts. And so this song is a nice old um, Danny Kay. You know Danny Kay? Yeah. I wonder no. who's kissing her now. Uh, that one? Okay. Yeah, and um, I wonder who's teaching her how. And Patty Andrews. Sounds a bit paranoid to me. <laughs> oh, it's Sounds just, old know. school. Yeah, it is. Dan, Danny Kay was pretty bad. Anyway, Love Danny it. Kay and Patty Andrews do this wonderful song. It's a oh, sort of a Christmassy one, and it's with the Andrews sisters. A beautiful harmonies, I imagine. Yeah, well, Patty Andrews is one of the Andrews sisters. Eh? Yeah. So this is a kind of interesting one. Beautiful harmonies, but wonderfully cleverly done. So um, um, this is a Christmas song about what you want for Christmas. Um, pretty cool. The ye, so I think it most emphatical that you third ask from Santa Claus Something sound and practical. Like a doll and carriage? No. Like a new dress for me and a shiny new suit for you? No. Well, like a mink coat and a house and a lot? No. Well, then what? All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Oh. My two front teeth. See my two front teeth? Uh-huh. See if I could only have my two front teeth. Then I could wish you Merry Christmas It seems so long since I could say Sister Susie sitting on a thistle Gosh, oh gee, how happy I would be If I could only whiffle all I want for Christmas is my two fun teeth. My two fun teeth. See my two fun teeth. Gee, if I could only have my two fun teeth, then I could wish you Merry Christmas. Hey, Patty. Yes, Danny. Um, uh, 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 are we ready to write our letters to Santa Claus? Well, naturally. Well, when then would would you write mine? Because every every time when I sit down, if I when when, when if and nobody wants if I, would you please write it for me, huh, Patty? All right, here goes, dear Santa. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth and a fire engine. My two front teeth and a locomotive. See my two front teeth and a yo-yo. Gee, if I could only have my two front teeth and a choo-choo train, then I. Could wish you Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. It, it seems so long since I could say, Sister Susie sitting on a thistle. I didn't think it good, hey? Gosh, oh gee, how happy I would be if I could only whistle. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. And a Hopalong Cassidy suit. My two front teeth. And a water pistol. See, my two front teeth. And a little puppy dog. <laughs> if I could only have my two front teeth. And a cataract. Then I could wish you Merry Christmas. We do it together now. Okay. All uh, I want for I Christmas want is my two Christmas front teeth. My two front teeth. Front my teeth. two front if teeth. I could see my, my two front, front 
teeth. See if I could only have my two front teeth. And and a and a and a string and a and a hoe and anything else that Santa Claus remembers, okay? Okay. Then I could wish you Merry Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it's all about whistling, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't know Santa was a dentist as well. Oh, he must be. <laughs> what a what a classic! I remember that as a small child, and I'm showing my age. Uh, hey, that was I, 1950s. I remember singing about my two front teeth, but ha- haven't really heard that song. So thank you. Yeah, Maybe that's all right. From. I've got another funny one, just oh. because I'm in the funny mood. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is this was actually my dad's one of my dad's favourite songs for some reason. He always thought it was pretty funny and pretty cool, and um, so I dedicate this to my late dad. Um, this is Jimmy Durante. Do you know Jimmy Durante? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was kind of a comic-y kind of... Um, I think he was oh, also that's a, right. an actor yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So you might have known him as an actor. Um, born in the 1800s. But uh, this, is about, ah. this is about a birthday. But it's kind of not his birthday. It's called My Nose's Birthday. The other night I'm walking home and feeling so gay. When I'm walking home, I'm always that way. What a home I got. The kitchen is delightful. The living room is grand. And the bathroom is out of this world. Which makes it a little bit inconvenient. When I opened up my door, I got the grandest surprise. All my friends were there. And they began to harmonize. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Curb your enthusiasm. This isn't my birthday. It isn't? No. But it's the birthday of someone near and dear to me. It's my nose's birthday, not mine. And I'm proud to say the schnoz is doing fine. My nose was born upon this day in 1893. Exactly two weeks later, the stork delivered me. It was the first time in history that a nose outweighed the child. When I was born, my dad took one look at my schnoz and said to the stork, take that back. Just because our country's emblem is an eagle, that don't mean we have to raise one. But in spite of my dad, the schnoz and I are closer than Damon and Petinius. Not even a mustache has ever come between us. I tried to raise a mustache once and what happened? Nothing. It wouldn't grow in the shade. It's sabotage. But I am as happy as I can be. Cause it's my nose's golden anniversary. Looking back over the years, the schnoz and I weathered many a storm. I remember years ago my first train ride. I was in a lower boat when I decided to call the porter. So I stuck my nose out through the curtain and what happened? The porter came by, grabbed my schnoz, and before I could pull it back in, he brushed it, shined it, polished it, and said, Now where's the other shoe? A big tear started to roll down my nose, and it's a brave tear that'll start on a trip like that. I felt sorry for the schnoz, but I'm proud of him. Why? I'll tell you. The schnoz was never unreasonable. He never asked for no French roll handkerchiefs. He didn't need no French roll handkerchiefs. A wipe of the cuff was enough. Yes, and I'll never forget the time the schnoz saved my life. It was one of those sultry weekends at the beach. I'm in the water swimming the Australian crawl when I find myself face to face with a vicious swordfish. He was about to attack, but after taking a second look at me, the swordfish said, I give up. 
you're equipped with a superior weapon. So you see, I'm as happy as I can be. Cause it's my nose's golden anniversary. Yes, sir, it's my nose's golden anniversary. Yes, so for anyone who knew um, of Jimmy Durante, he had a rather a large um, um, bit in the front of it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if it was your nose's birthday, like, you know, what do you do? You, you, you give it a ring or a hanky? What else could you do? Well, these days, yeah, you, 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 box you, you of tissues. You definitely pierce it. Yeah. <laughs> There's not many things you can do with the you know, poor Oh, you could def- if you had a piercing, at it. least you could... <laughs> 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 Oh, get the tweezers out. Yeah. I think you could get a big bling for it, for sure, if you had a nose piercing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he did, though. Just taking it on advice, because you, yeah. you never know when your nose is a birthday. Yeah. Well, you do, don't you? It's your birthday. <laughs> well, no, it was born two weeks no, before. No, my him. nose was first out. Yes. Yeah. It should be the way it should be. Anyway, yeah. that was a bit of... That was a bit of humour. We'll sort of fix that up with some gaffer tape later. Um, Spike Jones and his city slickers. Now here's another. Here's another one oh. which is a bit dancier and a bit funnier. Jazz. Yeah, yeah, just for you, jazz. Something to dance to. Yeah. This is De Fiora's face. De Fiora's face. <laughs> and we uh, we hope you're having a good morning out there and um, just slowly coming into the day with a, a quiet dance. When the Führer says, we is the master race, we hire. Right in the Führer space, not to love the Führer is a great disgrace, so we pile, pile, right in the Führer space. When her Goebbels says, we own the world in space, we pile, pile, right in her Goebbels space. When her Goering says, they'll never bomb this place, we pile, pile, right in her Goering space. Are we not the Superman? Aryan Führer, Superman. Yeah, we is the Superman. Super duper Superman. Is this Nazi land so good? Would you leave it if you could? Yeah, this Nazi land is good. We would leave it if we could. We bring the world new order. I'll hit this world new order. Everyone of foreign race will love the Führer space when we bring to the world disorder. When the Führer says, we is the master race, we pile, pile, right in the Führer space, not to love the Führer is a great disgrace, so we pile, pile, right in the Führer space. Ha <laughs> ha 
Wie ist der Master Race? Wie heil! Heil! Right in the Führer Space, not to love the Führer. Is a great disgrace, so wie heil! Heil! Right in the Führer Space! Oh, well, there you go. That's uh, That's got to be a sort of World War II um, um you know, classic sort of uh, American propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the Führer, obviously, uh, talking about Adolf and his um, face, who, yeah. And poking fun. Poking <coughs> fun. You've yeah. got to do that when you've got a nasty leader like Adolf. Yeah, well, actually, uh, actually, I was re- a, couple of month, oh, a couple of months ago, I was reading about... Um, the name Adolf, how it slid off the radar. Yeah, I wonder, it was I wonder a very popular g- boy's name in Germany, obviously, and then, yeah. then it just vanished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yes, well, that's pretty obvious. I mean, it's, you know, as a name in its own right, it's a nice name. So. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm sure it's come back amongst the right wing. Anyway, yeah. no, I haven't heard anyone call their son Rasputin or anything like that. So. <laughs> oh, no, that's go. a good point. There you go. So I suppose you can start breeding and do it. These names are significant in history, aren't they? Yeah. Now, speaking of names, we're up to like B in our list of body parts. <laughs> Just for about, songs. Yeah. <laughs> There's no. so many songs. Bones. Bones. So here's the hot sardines. This is a. Um, no, a cover, but it's, a, it's another goodie. Um, and uh, just f- remember, your feet's too big. <laughs> Is that an elephant? I can't fit in the doorway. Ooh. Try it sideways. Sideways. Can I leave my shoes outside the house? On the street? At the airport? <laughs> You're gonna have to check those feet. They're too large for the cabin, babes. Too large. Fat feet! Fat feet. Mm, up in Harlem at a table for two. There were four of us, me, your big feet, and you. From the ankles up, you sure look sweet. But from there down, there's just too much feet. Your feet's too big. Don't want you cause your feet's too big. Can't use you cause your feet's too big. I hate you cause your feet's too big. That's a problem. Oh, now you know I like you, I think you're nice You got the stuff to take a girl to paradise Mm. I like your face, I love your ring But oh baby, those things are too big Your feet's too big Don't want you cause your feet's too big I can't use you, Mm. they're just too big Mad at you cause your feet's too something.
when you go and die, no one's gonna sob. The undertaker's gonna have quite a job. You're gonna look funny when they lay in the casket. Oh, look at those feet sticking up out the basket, cause your feet's too big. Don't want you, cause your feet's too big. I can't use you, cause your feet's too big. Just hate you, cause your feet's too big. Yeah, your feet's too big. This is a song about your feet now, baby. What they say about big feet, don't you? They're okay, feet. Yep, your feet's too big, and um, well, I don't know about that. Um, I think it's more about you know some people's heads are too big. <laughs> Egos. Yeah, yeah. Is ego a body part? technically oh well we were wondering about if the feet is fever a body part but no i don't know about no. that um what i what i think More we later. do what i think we do have is someone with a big heart who has has the um has the uh tasman district in in their in their in their heart and um the be best heart, about tim king. i am talking about tim king and um i have him on the tractor this morning i mean i have him on the on the phone this morning <laughs> <laughs> good, <laughs> good morning tim <laughs> Morning, Grant. How are you? Oh well, well, I'm great. Um, and how how are you after our wonderful hooey at the uh, Marae the other day? Yeah, no, it was good. It was a very enjoyable day. Um, yeah, obviously a lot of information. Certainly, uh, it's one of those things. New councillors have got so much information to soak up over the first kind of four or five weeks that they've been in the job. So that was another big learning experience for all of us, I guess. Yeah, I came home and tried to explain it all to Hunter, and I was kind of like, "What well, the uh, 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 where do I? St- how do I?" Uh, but it was—it's it's a very good way forward. I think there were some good questions asked. It was a good discussion, and um, I was very impressed with the presenter. Yeah, no, she's very good. She's obviously a very smart person, and um, yeah, a lot of um, I guess experience in that whole space. So you know, she was very good. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it does um, help us on our way forward, and especially um, during that conversation uh, about the reforms of the um, uh, uh, Resource Management Act and um, how that's going to pan out. And there was some very interesting stuff that came up about that, wasn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, it's it's such a massive change. Um, I don't think people probably kind of realise how fundamental the changes or re- the replacement of the RMA is. It's a bit of legislation that kind of, I guess, people love it or loathe it has been consistent for the last 30-odd years. Um, so to get rid of it entirely and replace it with entirely new legislation um, is, is certainly a pretty massive change and it's still you know, a pretty open question as to whether it's going to make things better, is it going to be no, not much different or just different but not better? or potentially um, might it not be as good. Well, I like the way they're decentralising it from breaking it from one one act into three. Well, uh, possibly. I guess it depends, <laughs> it, it depends a lot. I mean, it's not often that you say having more of something or more legislation is more efficient, more effective and better. Um, I guess it remains to be seen what they contain and how they work together. I mean, some of the biggest changes aren't what's in the legislation, it's how the actual process works and the significant shift 
to a more centralised system of decision making, um, which is a fairly consistent theme through a lot of the reforms. Uh, and the RMA replacements are no different. So rather than council being as involved in that decision making, it'll be these new independent planning committees, regional planning committees. Obviously, the combination of Nelson and Tasman as a region, um, independent hearing panels, so no longer councillors. So there's a lot of changes in the process side of it, uh, as well as the actual legislative framework that we work in. Well, yep. <laughs> and and look, you know, meeting the uh, our counterparts from uh, Mora District Council, the Mayor um, and, and, and Nelson, working together, I think this triennium is going to be quite different. It's starting and it's feeling very, very different. Well, again, I think uh, working together, with, and that's kind of a broadly applied mm. um, statement, together with lots of different groups, people, um, communities, and certainly between councils. I mean, obviously, the Nelson, Nelson and Tasman are probably two of the already most closely combined councils. There's so many services that we share, obviously, um, the boundaries, just the roads, um, and we share so many services, landfills, wastewater, water, um, for large parts of the district. And increasingly the processes, the future development strategy was done combined. And now the future for our whole planning framework is the government has determined for us, um, going to be done jointly. So, mm. um, and that also overlaps into the conversations that we have with Marlborough and obviously also Buller uh, on the southern boundary. Of course, that's right. How far does south does our boundary go? It's, it's beyond Murchison, isn't it? Oh, it's a long way beyond Murchison. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's quite a significant. Um, it's probably the thick end of half an hour's drive beyond Murchison down towards Marawea. Yeah, yeah. Um, which... At a, an appropriately named place called Boundary Road. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Um, look, I just—I've just read the. Um, well, we in the studio here have just read the um, wonderful um, yes. uh, message that you've put up um, this morning, and um, how this term—and it says, uh, "quote this term will present many challenges, as did our last one." However, it will present opportunities. How we manage these challenges and make the most of the opportunities is up to us collectively as a community and a council. Good words, Chris, uh, Tim. I'm, I'm, you know. Uh, but can we do it? Can we do it? There's such I mean, diversity. At this, at this stage, I have, at this at this stage of things, um, I have to remain optimistic. Um, it would yeah. be it'd be rather sad if I was pessimistic five weeks into council term. No, that's but, not. Um, yeah. But I'm also a realist. I mean, some mm. of these challenges are absolutely enormous. I mean, the whole the, the issues around climate change and coastal coastal management, flooding, um, extreme weather events. None of these things are certainly not going to be solved in three years, uh, and all we can do is keep making steps down the path. Um, and, and it's the same with the investment in infrastructure, the massive reform package. Uh, all of these things have the potential to go, you know, one of two ways. And some of some of our role is, is only going to be influencing the first part of most of these processes, because as we all know, three years is a pretty short space in time. And the other thing we all have learned over the last three years, you think things are going along in that direction and then suddenly something completely out of left field comes and throws the whole thing up in the air. So, mm. Look, I'm optimistic so mm. far, certainly with the um, group of councillors that we've got around the table, the community board members that uh, have been elected across the, the district. Um, and I, I think the working relationship between certainly Nelson and Tasman, um, so far so good. 
and not just that, but we've got a wonderful um, staff who who I think uh, in six years the changes in the staff have made all the difference to me. I think. Yeah, look, I think it's it's and I, it's one of those kind of terms that you throw out there, but it is it is really a team effort. The, the council can't the council itself can't achieve anything um, without the council staff implementing it, providing the advice, you know, taking the feedback. Um, ultimately implementing council decisions. So, and we are incredibly fortunate that we have uh, a lot of fantastic staff right across the district who put in a huge amount of hours, both you know in, in their offices, but also out in the community in many cases. So, um, yeah, that is that is one of the big challenges because staff uh, for everybody, every business, and including council, is a huge challenge to get good people to retain them. There's so much competition for the best people across every field, so whether it's engineers or planners or um, scientists, whoever it is, uh, right through to the administrative staff that make the whole place tick. So um, we've got to constantly work on making the, you know, a good environment to work in um, and encouraging the best people to come and work for us because that's how we get the best outcomes for the community at the end of the day. Yeah, and that's tricky because, you know, um, private enterprises is pretty... Uh, uh, it's, it, well, it's, well pr- yeah. private enterprise, but increasingly it's the large public enterprise in Wellington that is hoovering up um, uh, staff right across the board. I mean, uh, the competition with um, government departments, but particularly around things like planning, but not just planning, uh, whether that's you know, pretty much every school, um, because of the centralisation that runs through so much of the reform, Wellington is growing enormously in terms of the number of people working in the different government departments, and, and a lot of them are coming from local government. So mm. that's probably our single biggest competition. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that's it's, it's almost, I don't know, what's that a catch-22 or oxymoron or something? It's not, it's not irony, isn't it? It's... You know, they want us to do better, but they're taking all their best staff. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, that's, that's absolutely a, it is a huge part of the challenge. Yeah. They do want us to do more. They want us to do better. They want us to do it quicker. Um, but they're competing for us for the very resources that are required to, to make all that happen. Mm. So, I mean, and, and again, the other thing is you develop good people, you create a good culture, you, you develop good people in your organisation, they become attractive to other people. So it, it is a bit mm. of a self Catch twenty two, like you say. You mm. train them up, and then they're ready to yeah, um, fly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you, and again, you want to see that. And then what you hope is yeah. that by creating an environment where people can come and grow and develop, that you'll attract uh, more people in at the other end who can see the same opportunity. And ultimately, everyone at some point is likely to make those choices, other yeah. opportunities, and family, and a whole lot of other reasons why people move and shift roles. But it still doesn't make it any easier. Hey, there's something that you wrote here um, this morning that I really like that kind of sums up what you're just saying. Um, If you don't mind, finding the balance between the short and long-term implications and considering the range of views in the community when making our decisions is always a learning experience. And I imagine, so that's, you know, for community, but also the people you, community you create around you and you um, nurture. That's what you're talking about, you know, make those good decisions. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is the biggest... The, I mean, it's just, like we say, three years is a very short passage of time and most of the decisions you make have implications well outside three years. Um, and it was interesting at the meeting we were at yesterday, um, Grant, with the 
with the iwi in terms of the time frame that they work on is in a 50 100 year time frame 500 uh, years and <laughs> out to 500 years yeah and we're constantly faced with this dilemma of you know three-year terms obviously there's political expediency comes into that communities that either want something today or tomorrow or don't want something as the case may be um but we're trying to think about another generation as well um, and generations beyond that because a lot of the decisions even if it's investment and infrastructure you know the results are going to last for 50 to 100 years Mm. um and the question of whether you do it or whether you don't and who pays for it all of those things make it really difficult. And, I, and I, in part, that's why some of these reforms um, behind the Three Waters reform to a large degree is a concern that councils historically around the country have taken a short-term approach, kind of a three-year political cycle approach to investment, and that hasn't necessarily got us to where we need to be. Now, whether the Three Waters is the answer or not is a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, we won't go there today. But, but the question of you know making those longer-term decisions, sometimes when the community's not 100% on board with them, is one of the most difficult things that councils face. Yeah, well, once upon a time I stood against um, Nick Smith, who's now the Mayor of Nelson, <clears throat> as the uh, McGillicuddy Serious Party when he first stood for Parliament for um, uh, for, for the Nelson. And, uh, um, you know, I was, I was debating back then that we needed a 500-year plan, and to hear that the other day at that hui, um, I was like, so heartened that that I wasn't on the wrong wrong track at all. I was definitely on the right track, and I think those um, these you like you say these have to change. We have to change our whole um, paradigm of of the way we think, and and move with the um, times. Yes, we've got to be in the moment, sure, but we've also got to be um, good ancestors. And I think those the, that phrase is very important. Yeah, and I think. And that is one of the things. I mean, everyone wants to, I think, fundamentally be good ancestors, leave everything better than they found it. The, the challenge is exactly how you do that, given all the constraints you face today. Um, and they're, they're definitely not easy decisions. Um, yeah. we're, l- we're lucky to have you. You've got so much experience. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, mean, I, ho- I hope I can play a role in this three years. Um, and getting the most out of the group of people who have been elected by the community, which is fundamentally my job. Yeah. Um, I, I only get one vote around the table, but my, my primary role is to try and make sure that all those people who have been elected across the board um, use the, their experience and, um, and skills to make some of these difficult decisions. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that you've just got to constantly be adaptable and flexible and planning out, even if it's 10 years, 5 years, 100 years, no one can anticipate whatever you think is going to be the case yeah. in a year or two yeah. or five years actually being the case. And one of our biggest issues is that the systems we work with and the processes and the legal frameworks are inherently unadaptable, yeah. unflexible, in, inflexible, um, and, and nothing happens quickly. So when you need to change direction because circumstances dictate that, it's actually bloody difficult to do it quickly. Yeah. So the only time we've ever really been able to do it, ironically, is during COVID, yeah. in which case people could rapidly make decisions on all sorts of things. That's funny, that, isn't but, it? That, so, that outside that, we yeah. haven't been able to do. Can we ignore it? Can we ignore some of the legislation that we're told to do and just get on and do it the, the way that's more pragmatic <laughs> and practical? How, 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 well, you know, when we've got, we've got a couple of councils. We, oh, Mr Brown up north is trying to make a few changes to the water, the three waters. I mean, you know, that sort of thing. 
thing. Are we are we able to do that? Well, I don't think you can ignore the legislation. I mean, ultimately, um, we're responsible to to yeah, uh, yeah. Um, whatever the the law the law is the law is mm. the government says mm. that we're responsible for implementing it. However, I think we we can be creative and <laughs> and try within reason to. And, and a lot of this will be a conversation that we need to have around the, the um, things like Tamana Otawai, water biodiversity, oh. because a lot of the national policy direction is very prescriptive, mm. and it's very one size fits all, and it's you know it's set nationally for mm. you know for reasons that um, I kind of understand. But how we implement it and how we get good outcomes by working with landowners and communities and all the different people with an interest in these issues. Mm, I, I think we I think we, we do. We do have to try and, and implement it the way that suits our community. Uh, and sometimes that might involve pushing the boundaries somewhat. Yep. Um, so, yeah, look, I'm... I'm Certainly not afraid to test the boundaries of the, the legal processes. Um, Good, but well, equally yeah. we are responsible to implement yeah. the, the law. So well, you actually brought up a really good point, Tamana Atawai is absolutely essential for our well-being in the future, and I really like that. The water is first. Yeah, and, and I, I think the, the challenge the challenge with all these things is when you are applying something retrospectively to in an environment where um, things have happened over 150 years, the time frame that you take to try and get to where you need to be uh, and how you bring communities along and how you recognise the consequences on whether it's individuals or industries or businesses or communities, um, the consequences of trying to achieve something that probably everyone agrees is a good outcome uh, how you get there and um, the steps you take and the length of time that you do it over is is crucially important. And so, like I find with just about everything, there's limited disagreement about the ultimate outcome. Most people, you know, on some on most of the big issues, kind of understand and see that we need to do X, Y, and Z. The question is, how do you do it? How fast do you try and do it? And who pays for it or resources it? And when I say pays for it, that's in the broader sense, yeah. not just who pays their rates or who pays the cost, but what are the implications and impacts and who pays in different ways for the decisions that we have to make. And I think, and I don't know if we want to go in there right now, but the water conservation order is probably one of those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. a water conservation order, again, is one of those things. If you ask everyone, you know, do we need to have a very high level of protection for the Waikato Pupu Springs, then everyone's answer is yes. Um, every step you take into the detail beyond that of the hows and whys and what are the implications and the consequences, then that's where it starts to become much more difficult and challenging. So yeah. Everyone can agree on the, the primary outcome we're trying to achieve, but what happens in the process is when you step into something that's as prescriptive and descri mm. as prescriptive as a water conservation order and then you apply the implications of Tamana O to Y um, over the top of it, then sometimes the consequences of all those things are probably, possibly more significant than, than people might appreciate when they go into it. Yeah, mm. I tend to agree with that. <laughs> Tim, 
appreciate appreciate your time this morning. You can get back on your tractor. Um, no <laughs> and um, look, uh, keep leading us on your tractor through the uh, next three years. And I look forward to a few more conversations, probably now after Christmas um, in the new year sometime. Let's see where it's going. And um, look forward to catching up with you again. So thank you for your time this morning. And uh, yeah, good luck. And thank you. Good, good as gold. Thanks, Grant. Yeah, we'll definitely catch up. Good. There you go. That's uh, Tim King, Mayor of Tasman, and um, you're listening to Fresh FM. It's uh, three minutes to eight, and um, we've got a uh, we've got a wonderful uh, theme this morning called Body Parts and Bodies. And um, here's the Lou Reed song. Yeah, Andy's chest, written about not a, not actually his chest, <laughs> a, a chest he kept. A whole lot of stuff in. Oh, okay. Whoops. Oh, well, that's all right. We'll talk about his chest anyway. Yeah. All right. And Andy's chest. This is Lou Might Reed. Might as well be a body part. Yeah. Oh, indeed. <laughs> all right. In the world that flew, I would be a bat and come swooping after you. And if the last time you were here, things were a bit askew. Well, you know what happens after dark When rattlesnakes lose their skins and their hearts And all the missionaries lose their bark Oh, all the trees are calling after you And all the venom snipers after you Are all the mountains bolder after you? If I could be any one of the things in this world that bite Instead of a dentured ocelot on a leash I'd rather be a kite And be tied to the end of your string And flying in the air, babe, at night Cause you know what they say about honey bears When you shave off all their baby hair You have a hairy-minded pink bear bear And all the bells are rolling out for you And stones are all erupting out for you And all the cheap blood suckers are flying after you Yesterday, Daisy, May, and Biff were grooving on the street And just like in a movie, her hands became her feet Her belly button was her mouth, which meant she tasted what she'd speak Woo! But the funny thing is, what happened to her nose? Ooh, it grew until it reached all of her toes Her feet smell, they mean her nose And curtains laced with diamonds dear for you And all the Roman noblemen for you And kingdoms, Christian soldiers dear for you And melting ice cap mountaintops for you Kiss turned prince for you. 
Lou Reed there and uh, Andy's chest. You'll listen to Fresh FM. It's 8.01 and after this next song we're going to be playing... Um, um, what are you going to be playing? Oh, we're going to be talking to Talia, Talia Wilson. And um, actually, while the song was playing, or slightly beforehand, we had um, joining us in the studio um, Phil Smith. Good morning, Phil. Good morning. How are you today? Hey, great to have you with us today. And uh, thanks for coming on all the way in from the end of the world. Sounds <coughs> <coughs> like it. No, actually, I, I, I want to change that narrative. It's the beginning of the world. It is. Everything starts in Golden Bay. All roads start in Golden Bay and lead out. And so if you want to start your journey, you come to Golden Bay first. And the main road's going to Packable. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's right. It comes from Pekawar. It's tar sealed and everything. Yep. Yeah. You've know. yeah, actually got tar sealed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're almost up with the times there. We were there. We were out there yesterday, actually. And um, so yeah. all roads yeah, start with tar seal. <laughs> that was so windy. There was lots of water it on the road. So windy. It was amazing that wind. Yeah, big, big, big waves crashing over the over the um, road. It looks pretty cool though. Yeah. Exactly. It was very exciting. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to play this song for you now, and um, this for is me. called. Um, no, no, this not this one. I have got one for you coming up, um, oh, but it's um, but it's a bit later. And um, this is called <laughs> Bubble Toes. Unless you really want to. No, this is called Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Don't thought it was. Didn't think it was actually quite not as romantic as I thought. Then. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Johnson. Anyway, oh, Bubble you Toes. Wait. It's <laughs> <laughs> as simple as something that nobody knows it Her eyes are as big as her bubbly toes On the feet of a queen of the hearts of the cards And her feet are all covered with tar balls and scars It's a common as something that nobody knows it Her beauty will follow wherever she goes Up the hill in the back of her house in the wood she loved me forever, I know she could I remember when you and me mm, How we used to be Just good friends wouldn't give me none But all I wanted was some So many problems and he got too much time to waste His dreams are like commercials But her dreams are picture perfect And our dreams are so related Though they're often underestimated Simple as something that nobody knows That her eyes are as big as above the littles And the feet of a queen of the hearts of the car Feet are infested with tar balls And la da 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 La da 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 La da 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 La da 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 I was eating lunch at the DLG when this little girl came and she sat next to me Never seen nobody move the way she did, well she did and she does and she'll do it again When you move like a jellyfish rhythm, don't mean nothing, you go with the flow, you don't stop Move 
like a jellyfish Rhythm is nothing, you go with the flow, you don't stop Coming to something that nobody knows That a beauty will follow wherever she goes Up the hill in the back of a house in the woods She loved me forever, I know She la-da-da-da-da-da La-da-da-da-da-da-da La-da-da-da-da-da La-da-da-da-da-da-da If you would only listen You might just read What you're missing, you're missing me If you would only listen You might just realize What you're missing, you're missing me It's as simple as something that nobody knows That her eyes are as big as her bubbly toes And the feet of a queen of the heart of the car Feet are infested with tall balls And la da 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 La da 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 la da 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 la da 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 la da 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 la da 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 la da 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 la da 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 What a cute little number, Bubble Toes. What a, what a great it? song. She yeah. must have been in the bath. That's all I can think. <laughs> Bubble Toes. Yeah. It was it semi romantic foreplay. It makes yeah. sense, Carl. Yeah, yeah, probably. Actually, I forgot to, I was going to ask um, Timbler, I forgot, you know, that red tape, it must be made of something incredibly difficult to get through. You just can't cut it. Scissors don't work. <laughs> no, you're right, actually. Very right. Okay, so next up. Here on Fresh Start Friday with. Just say your name, Hannah. <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Phil. Carl. Grant. And um, is there an acronym there? We'll come back to that. Um, ben Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you're listening to us on Nelson City 107.2, Nelson and Tasman District on 104.8, and Eastern Golden Bay on 95.0, and Blenheim on 88.9. Yes, Blenheim, we are broadcasting you and um, anywhere anytime in the universe from our website www.freshfm.net and um, you can also click on our um, Facebook page which is Fresh Start Friday yep so um, <clears throat> if you really want and, to and know operative. more yep anyway because we're doing all that we bring to you from the GB Weekly interesting articles and interesting things and um, sometimes we bypass that and we do things that aren't in the GB Weekly because we just want to. <laughs> and uh, first, so now up this morning, we have youth worker Talia Wilson um, joining us um, from uh, on the phone. And um, I just welcome you to uh, Fresh FM, Talia. Thanks for um, waking, Thank you. Up, uh, waking up so cruelly early. <laughs> well, I mean, an eight o'clock uh, start is far better than a four o'clock start. So, you know, I've got a good life, really. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's very positive this morning, isn't it? Oh, it was a positive. beautiful sunrise. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Which means it's going to rain. Talia, you're the youth, you're the youth worker here, and I'm sorry, it wasn't positive. Um, you're the one of the youth workers here in in Taka, in Golden Bay, and you work out of the work centre at a place called the 
Youth Habitat. Youth Habitat, thank you. We couldn't remember that bit. <clears throat> What's been going on there in the last little while? We haven't had a chat to Jess or you for a while, so just wanted a bit of an update on how the youth are doing in Golden Bay and the exciting mm. things. Well, um, it's been an awesome year. So we started this project in February and now we're draw- drawing to the end of 2022, um, unbelievably. And um, we've achieved a lot in a really short amount of time. Um, and, yeah, just going from strength to strength. Um, we are um, putting on new projects and um, we are just, at the start of our new um, uh, f- formula, I can't think of the right word right now, um, pro- program. We are going to be um, listening. So we've had a, we've been a kind of open slate this year of youth from age 12 to 24 can come and drop in at any time and have a chat, have some food, hang out. We can connect them to services that they may need. Um, and we're just, changing the books up a little bit to offering a couple of drop-in spaces per week but really pouring our energy into providing different events throughout the week and the months. So um, offering about five to six different things a week. Wow. Um, yeah, which is awesome. And every fortnight uh, we are now starting Saturday Adventures um, where we will take the work van, which the Raft Foundation um helped fund so we now we have access to a van with nine seats for young people and we can take them around the bay over to nelson um for example tomorrow is our first adventure day and we're going to motueka roller skating uh at the rec center which is fantastic we've got a full van um and then we'll go to kaiteri beach afterwards wow i know so more things like that are on the horizon um, and really awesome to have Golden Bay's support. Um, last week we put a note in the GB Weekly asking for some adult volunteers to come and help us on these adventure days and the response has been awesome, um, which is fab, which means these volunteers only need to come and actually help out every couple of months, which is a thing. Um, yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Look, we do have to support our youth, and it's not just about sports. It's also about, um, you know, social stuff. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, and what you're doing here and bringing it up, I think you will have a few goes over the years. I don't know how well you remember, but yeah. you know, this is but th- this is the first time a youth from Golden Bay has connected as an adult with the youth from Golden Bay, and I think that's possibly made a lot of the difference. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I, I, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it does make a difference knowing where you stand in the community and knowing what it was like to grow up here mm. um, and be isolated um, rurally. Um, I'd, I also just have verbal diarrhoea. Like, I think, you know, <laughs> young people recognise that this, this chick's an idiot and we can connect with her, so <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> You've got to have that fun. Funism is all it's about. Yeah, yeah look, and, and um, so these events, that you, five or six a week, What what can you give us a bit of a rundown of the sort of thing that you, things that you might be doing? Yeah, totally. Um, 
So, like, last night we had Wahine Circle, which is where young women aged 16 to 24 come together and just share how things are for them. Um, we have fortnightly smoothie days on Wednesdays. Um, Koha donation, come and just make yourself a smoothie. Um, we have, we're starting up Dungeons and Dragons mini adventures. Um, that'll happen, that'll kick off next week, uh, sorry, next month. Um, we have, um, two drop-in lounge time spaces. Um, what else do we have? We have movie nights, um, kind of fortnightly-ish. And I really should have bought my calendar to look at it. <laughs> it's um, it's okay. Oh, mountain biking. Um, oh, yeah. One of us attends the um, Golden Bay Mountain Biking Youth Group each Tuesday, which is awesome. Yep. Um, oh, and we have Koha Cuts, which, again, once a month-ish, we have Jenny Molly, one of the awesome hairdressers, come and offer her low-cost um, haircutting services. Wow. I know. Oh, and... Um, every Tuesday we have one of the nurses from the health centre drop in, and it's a free nurse drop in service um, from two thirty to four thirty. So, again, easy access. That's a lot. Mhm. Yeah, that's a lot. That's mm. brilliant. Mhm. You know, and um, <clears throat> we have an amazing community to support the youth, we do. and and I think your survey probably helped direct this. Yes, it really did. Totally. So that survey probably happened in. I don't know, May, June-ish, mm. um, and yeah, absolutely, the youth response was, we want more events, we want more, um, like, uh, life education skills, not just school skills, um, and, and yeah, they really identified the isolation, which we already mm. knew, yeah. but having that come from the youth themselves, it's important to honour. Yeah, Trips absolutely. Yeah, and and did do you, do you get good response from the youth for these different um, events that you're putting on? Obviously, a uh, full full bus load over over the van load over the hill. But you know, for the other events, uh, is, yeah. it, is it quick? Uh, is it quickly picking up, or is it you know some of the things a bit slow response? Or uh, how, how? I think um, considering that we started in February, we are smashing it. Um, I think we the the. Um, how do I say this on radio? Um, humans in general, <laughs> humans in general, maybe more specifically teenagers with their yet-to-be-developed prefrontal cortexes, um, <laughs> are kind of fickle, um, and getting a regular response is sometimes challenging. In saying that, um, I think that's fantastic because young people are honouring what they feel like and what they don't feel like. Um, uh, Phil Smith, close your ears for a hot second here. <laughs> I think... I think sports can and historically have been quite punitive with you have to show up weekly, you have to commit, um, versus these events that we're running, you don't have to commit, you can just show up. <clears throat> and if today's not your day, that's cool, you don't need to show up. Um, it's very complimentary. Yeah, yeah, it is. <clears throat> um, so, like, for our Koha Cups, Jenny limits it to three session, three cuts a session, which kind of makes it coveted, and so they're often full. Um, the Wahine Circle last night we had nine of us, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, sorry, eight of us. Um, and mountain biking is pipping. I think there's like 
40 to 50 young people involved. Wow. Well, yeah, we, um, I was at the, um, well, we were at the uh, car park the other day when they were all kind of turning up there, yeah. and it was like, it's wow, go Lisa and Tony and co. And Daphne. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we're doing, we are doing awesome, and I hope to go from strength to strength mm. and um, actually support young people to become leaders mm. themselves and guide the direction of the service through their own leadership. How, um, how, how much support are you getting through the Tasman District Council? Are they, are they... Oh, totally, I think. Because Jess is involved with the Youth Council, um, TDC is involved and being supportive in that way. Mm, yep. um, I also sit on the board of the Nelson Tasman Youth Workers Collective and so they have been really supportive as well. Um, and I think that's really important, peer-to-peer mentoring, um, youth workers supporting youth workers. Yep. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, Talia, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted just listening to... <laughs> okay, well, there's two things that I actually really wanted to say that yeah. I haven't said yet. Good, um, good. Two things that I really want to advertise. Number yep. one is um, we are on the lookout for more funding support. So in December, on the 6th, of December, we are having a Youth Habitat quiz fundraiser um, at Molly B's. Um, teams of four to six people, $15 a ticket. Um, there'll be raffles drawn on the night that we will have circulating throughout the community until then. Um, yeah, would love the community's support to come along to that. You need some prizes, do you? We have some prizes. You uh, want more, to, though? Do we want more, though? Um, sh- sure, won't <laughs> say no. <laughs> um, Phil's been fantastic and has offered a um, a couple of prizes there and we've managed to secure a couple more. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, never say never. Cool, brilliant. And what's the other thing that's happening? Uh, on the, the 17th of December, um, the Youth Council is um, running a sausage sizzle at the Village Market to raise funds for one of their youth members, um, Isaac Pauly, who's um, come down with an illness and is needing financial support. So, again, that'd be awesome to have the community's backing and come along and have a sausage sizzle and support this this young person and their family. Yep. Make sure you give us... Um, we can stick that on our Fresh FM Facebook page for you, Talia. So okay. Make sure yeah. you give us the... Oh. You, you make yourself a link to it as well, yeah, perhaps, yeah. you know. Yeah, probably easier. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, Facebook, yeah. Free Start Friday Facebook page. Go okay. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to we want to support this stuff so much. And mm. community is where it's all at. We just had a nice long chat to Tim King who who said, you know, we, we've all got to work together and be collective. Totally. Yep. He and, said um, we can fix everything in three years. Is what said. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we, no, we didn't. Know, no, we didn't. Cool, cool. That's what I implied. <laughs> <laughs> Optimism. That's what it's all about. Positive yep. moving Positivity. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sounds really exciting. <clears throat> And you know we've got Phil in here at the moment um, um, as a, as our um, new guest. He's um, on work training scheme. Yeah, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. I missed out on the pancakes, man. <laughs> Next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, because of that, we've got um, you know um, he 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 brings to the to the um, today um, shield maidens 
football, um, Golden Bay Fo- uh, Association Football Club, all of that stuff, which, um, you know, and Phil even won an award at the, at the Sports Awards the other night. Um, and and you, you're one of the Shield Maidens. This is a slight aside. And so we've got we've got a, um, you know, another segue into into other sp- stuff. And I'm, I'm impressed with that. Mm. I'm not actually a Shield Maiden. I'm a Wahine Toa, Wahine Toa. but I'm a ah. woman... I'm a woman footballer in the Bay, which is the same diff. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and you guys are all doing really well, right? Or well, you women are doing really well. Wahine Toa had a really great season last season, mm-hmm. like the first time together. But I kind of want to go back to that youth <laughs> habitat because like, yep. it's just so, so cool. And I've got one burning question. <laughs> okay. How did that start? How did you come about that? Like, did you and JP sitting around and just sort of discussed it and then let's try it or like how mm. how did it come to be so it wasn't jp and i have actually just been hired as youth workers right. so we have the total blessing of being able to um manage the space and and make it what we will without the um organizational fears which is taken on by the work center trust um fantastic love it love this workplace um, they came about because a couple of years ago the youth hub um, there was a youth hub created and that was awesome and um, it wasn't super supported by the community and didn't um, didn't eventuate as far as was hoped um, and so the Work Centre Trust recognised that there was it, youth support was needed in the Bay and they secured some funding and hired Jess and I, and here we are. That's so cool. Yep, very cool. Talia, thank you this morning for the uh, time you've given us. I really appreciate that. And um, look, I'm I'm just... I'm, I'm blown away and I think uh, our listeners will be blown away about what's happening in Golden Bay. I know Motueka are very um, keen to get a youth um, hub sort of thing happening, a youth habitat. Awesome. Um, and uh, talking to council about that too. So who knows what's going to happen for them, but let's you know, I've been uh, going on, rabbiting on now for a wee while about us being at the beginning of the road. We're we're at the start of everything here in Golden Bay. Everything starts mm. in Golden Bay. We're not, yeah, we're a destination, you know, tourist-wise, but um, <clears throat> we're not the end of the road anymore. We're the beginning, no. and let's oh. let's show the world we are the beginning, and let's make show them. them there's a way out of here. Yeah, let's make them, <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 celebrate that, you know. Let's celebrate it, and you're doing that, and so thank you. Awesome. Absolutely. You, you guys have done amazing there. So yeah, Beautiful. thanks. And we'll have a we'll have another chat to you in a few months' time after Christmas, maybe when all the craziness is over and um, in the new year, and just see where you're at again. It would be great. Yeah, cool. Alrighty, thank you, team. Have thanks. a great day. You, you too. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. And that was Talia Wilson there from uh, yeah the Youth Habitat. <sighs> She's amazing. Yep. She's just such a big positive vibe sure is okay here's um brown eyed girl time for a bit of a van bit of van and then we're going to be having a chat to hans bauer um and we'll talk about the youth sport uh, the uh, sports awards oh, what a busy day i know right i have to go home for a cup of tea and light it <laughs> <laughs> poor old man <laughs> When the rains came Down 
playing a new game Laughing and running, hey, hey Skipping and jumping In the misty morning fog with Oh, our hearts are thumping And you, my brown-eyed girl And whatever happened The Tuesday and so slow Gone down the old man With a transistor radio Standing in the sunlight laughing Hiding high a rainbow's wall Slipping and sliding All along the waterfall with you A brown-eyed girl We used to sing Just like that Sha-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-
Yeah, it was the, the Sportsman and the Supreme Award. Oh, oh okay. Oh, right, it was it was right, right, okay, got it. Wow, that was a bit of a surprise to you, perhaps. It was very humbling and honouring, yeah. Very nice. I've got a beautiful carving for the Supreme Award, a really intricate carving of a whale bone. Mm. That's the trophy, and it's, oh, well, whale's tooth. Yeah. Sperm whale. Wonderful. Sitting on my mantelpiece, and, and yeah, I'm very honoured to receive that. Yeah, well, you did work hard for it, and it's been quite a journey, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. By God's grace, I'm still here. You know, it could have ended quite differently. <laughs> it certainly could have. How, how long ago? So you were cycling, as you always do, and you've been cycling all your life, but yeah. you were cycling home one day, and you saw, you heard nothing, and bang, you were on the road. That's right. I woke up on the road. Wow. I didn't expect it. It was a year and a half ago, in okay. March, basically, a bit over a year and a half. Yeah. Right. And um, obviously, pain. <laughs> well, it, it, it took about 10 minutes for the pain to set in, but after that, it was excruciating. I mm-hmm. sort of, I can't remember much at the end, you know, where I was just past it. <laughs> yeah, of course. And and so you broke your, was it, uh, your thigh? Your, um... It's the femur, and there's some damage on the knee and the hip. Ah, uh, right. Okay. And the shoulder. So that's pretty hard for a cyclist. It was hard, yes. Mm. I can feel that but pain. because you're fit and you've been cycling along, it also <laughs> probably helped the um, healing process. Yeah, I think I was you know, reasonably fit for my age, and, and yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you that. That's, but. Uh, that's <laughs> a positive. It's positive when you're know, healthy and, and, well, you heal a lot quicker. One one question I've always wanted to ask you, um, Hans, did yeah. you inspire your son or did your son inspire you for cycling? <laughs> I think I was there first. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have been, just wanted to get that clear, um, um, father of Jack Bauer, a New Zealand cyclist. So, But but you've had your own achievements, right? You've you've been up there doing things like this for a while and you've, you've had um, sort of national recognition now, is that right? Yeah, I've been the national age group champion a few times. Yep. Well, it sounds and, a bit... And, and, no, I did all the great races around the country. Yeah, you're a road, you're a road cyclist. Right. I, I did start off on the mountain bike. I mean, I've always been a road cyclist, but when the children grew up, we did mountain biking. Ah. But I, I had a few accidents there and shoulder repairs. So I thought it'd be safer on the road now. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't quite true. But <laughs> <laughs> and do you? Um, how many? How many k's are you doing a, a week at this point? Oh look! After after last big race, I I had to have a bit of a break. <laughs> I got a bit cycled out. Oh okay. But I, I usually go three times a week. And what's that to uh, the top of the Takika Hill and back or something? No, depending on the weather. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes to Rewalka and back. Oh, we yeah. good coffee over there. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and what was the last race you did? The last one was the UCI Grand Fondo World Championships. It's it's sort of the amateur world championships. And that was in Italy, in Trento, in in the mountains. Okay. And it's a brutal, tough race. And we wanted to see Czech for the last couple of years, but we couldn't, no, because of COVID. So we, we thought we'll go there. But 
winning the national championship qualified me for that race. So I thought, well, if we go all the way there, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we went to visit Czech and enjoyed our grandchildren for the first time. And then we went to Italy. Beautiful Italy. And, and I came fifth. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Amazing, yeah. That is amazing. You know, they're all sort of ex-pros and... So I'm, I'm quite happy with my ride. Sometimes I think, you know, cyclists are born, not made, and um, you've either got it in you or you haven't. Um, uh, it's never too late to try. And that's that's so right. I mean, it takes a lot of um, mental stamina, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to, and you have to be a bit competitive, you know. And I love it. It's, it's my happy place, biking, you know. Do you have to be a bit mad as well, do you think? Yeah, you have to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> would Would you look at doing the race across America? No, that's not my my thing. I like my sleep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty impressive talk, wasn't it? <laughs> that was amazing. That was that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a different kettle of fish. And we just mine is full on from the start, you know, till right. the end. Yep. So the race initially, how many days was it? No, there was just one day. It okay. was over. Over not quite ninety kilometers and two and a half thousand meters of climbing. Whoa! So it started off with a, a climb, eight percent, twenty-two kilometers uphill. Oof. A little bit nuts. Yeah, yeah bike nuts. So yeah. that was quite and we're challenging. Gonna, yep, and we just had Chris Bennett from Golden Bay do a trans-Canadian. Yeah, tour yeah. and that was pretty impressive too. We've got some amazing people here in Golden Bay from Golden Bay who who do a lot of incredible sports. Amazing, yeah, yeah. Chris actually nominated me, so I'm <laughs> indebted to him. <laughs> of course, you you cycle with him occasionally. Yeah, yeah. We have our Friday group, you know, and he is part of that. Right. Have you, you got another race lined up, Hans? You off somewhere else in the future, near future? Look, it'd be next year, not this year. Yep. Yep. Take a break for the rest of the year, just take it all oh, in. No, and... I, st I still cycle. Oh. You know, it's nice to keep fit. <laughs> of course, yep. Use it or lose it. <laughs> so do you train by, like, biking over the um, Tarka Hill, or is that a good training spot? Oh, it's very good. Uh, but uh, overall, the base of it, you know, <laughs> I can go only two directions, either towards Targaka or towards Puponga or Bainham. Right, yep. So it sounds like Golden Bay is not big enough for you to cycle around, actually. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's a, a beautiful road. Should we get a know, bigger right? province? You, you were also in the uh, Milk and Honey race, weren't you? I've done that a few times, yeah. Yep. Did you do the mountain biking of that one as well, or just? I know. I I did it as a team. Yep. I did the road, and my mate did the mountain. Yep. The downhill. Yeah. Hopefully, that's going to happen again. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah, that's a good race. It's beautiful. Do you have like a race that's on your bucket list? That I'm going to do this race at some point. <laughs> The next one will be Le Race. That's in Christchurch from uh, Christchurch to Akaroa. That's a tough one. Ah, uh, the Christchurch to Akaroa. Yes, that happens. Yeah, I've heard that one. about 100 k's. Right. And I've never done that. I wanted to do that sort of just two weeks after the accident it happened. No, that, that's the year I wanted to do it. Uh. And then the accident happened. 
So that's one thing I still want to do. Good. Well, that's a that's a good one. Hans, well done. Congratulations. I think you're amazing, and uh, we all think you're amazing. And I'm sure our listeners are also very impressed at um, what you've done, (laughs) what you've what you've managed to achieve. And um, just keep doing it. Um, And you know, um, I just want to make this note right now: if you're in a car and you see a cyclist and you can't pass safely, wait. Just drive slowly behind the cyclist, please. Yeah. Don't take yeah. risks. Don't, don't, don't go too close. <clears throat> I mean, even one of my mates on, a, on his Harley got, got um, sideswiped yesterday oh. by a, by a, by a um, concrete truck and um, really? hit his leg. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, you know, watch out for these guys, you know. It's just not on. So, so you know, just stay safe out there and everyone, so everyone be safe. Yeah, tell them to, you know, consider us Yeah, on two wheels. You just did. It's just a bit of patience, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, have a great weekend, as they, as they say, As they say in um, Animal Farm, remember, two wheels good, four wheels bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, have a good weekend. We'll see you on the Thank road. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Hans. Thanks All for your time you this morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Hans Bauer there, and um, yeah, wow. That's just insane. I find it hard to get dressed in the mornings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got to do that. Yeah, well, with three big guys, any of us on a bike would be... Uh, <laughs> Squish the bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leave that for you, Hannah. Well, I'm going to play a song that's kind of, um, 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 what do you call it, segues into that a little bit. It's um, Little Feet, and Feets Don't Fail Me Now, and that's kind of um, a sporty kind of sort of segue I thought into this so um, yeah his little feet
little feet and feet don't fail me now and i just want to i just want to say that um you know um feet and it's spelled <coughs> not just f-e-e-t but we talk about feet as in the feats that we do f-e-a-t and um little feats big feats and your feet's too big ha huh. funny about the feet today anyway look body parts um phil You've, you, I would, I'd, I'd love to, um, um, if you could, um, if you're okay about sharing some of your story about um, your big feet. Um. <laughs> They're probably going to stay right now. And, and take them out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, your, your, your big feet that happened a few years ago, and um, just the journey that 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 gave you. Because we're being a positive, we're very positive today, and I'm really enjoying the positivity. Um, oh, this is all negative. <laughs> this is this is dip. well. It, it, <laughs> come on, <it's, laughs> and um, so yeah, back in 2010, uh, I was cleaning out an effluent pond on a farm that I was working on in Franz Josef, and I fell into the effluent pond, and I just along my knuckle of my trigger finger, I sliced it open and didn't realise it at the time, so I kept playing in the effluent, and um. Yeah, from there I went to go get the cows in, jumped on the motorbike, and blood was just pouring down my hand. And it was just, oh, for Christ's sake, I've got to the cows, don't have time for this. Went to the medical centre in Franz Joseph, and they stitched it up, which was cool. Meant I could go back, milk the cows. The next day it was swollen up like a, a grapefruit. Like, it was just absolutely huge. So, went back to the medical centre, and they, they popped the stitches, and just infection went pouring out. So, um... From Franz Joseph to Greymouth, I went up there and I spent a week in, in hospital uh, just on IV antibiotics, you know, clearing it out of my system because yep. the, the blood count was quite high. And um, I got discharged on the Friday. <coughs> and um, discharged on the Friday. And by the time I got home Friday night, I couldn't talk. Like, I, from the journey from Greymouth to Franz Joseph, mm-hmm. it was just deteriorating. Didn't really think much of it, just thought I was tired because... When I did talk, it was sort of slurred and like I was, oh, I've been on the drinks. Um, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't. <laughs> and uh, by the time I got home, to me it sounded normal, but to everyone else around me, it was like, what are you talking about? And then I just collapsed. Um, the next thing I knew it was about three weeks later and I was waking up in Christchurch Hospital and I had a, a tube going up my nose, down into my stomach and all these things over my chest. And like you, you saw the photo. And... Um, yeah, I had no idea what was going on, so they, they brought me out of a coma. And um, I tried ripping the, the, the hose out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I tried having a go at the nurses and the doctors that are there, which they do an amazing job. Like, they sit there by their patient the whole time. You're always being looked after. It's just amazing. And here I am trying to beat them up because I thought I was being kidnapped or something. I don't know what was going on. So I went back into the coma for another couple of days. Um... And then, yeah, came out of that and moved up into the wards. Um, basically, what happened is it, it, the infection led to a brain infection. Um, I can't remember the proper term of it. It's like a cerebral infection causing complications. But it turned out those complications were strokes. Whoa. Um, so I had two strokes while I was in hospital and the third stroke while I was at McDonald's in Hornby. And it's a very bizarre feeling having a stroke because, to me, I, like you feel off, but you feel normal. So when you're talking, it's all mumble jumble. But to me, it sounded like I was talking. 
So at McDonald's, I was trying to <clears throat> place my order and be like, you know, I just want this. Like, why the hell can't you understand me? Like, I'm, And you get frustrated and angry, and I went to bang my hands on the bench, and only one of my arms went up. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. My sister was looking at me, and it was just, yeah, that was back down. And, um, yeah, it's it's a long road to recovery, having to learn to walk, talk, eat, just everything. Yep. But, um, yeah, I met an amazing person, a guy called Philip Woolley. He was a, um, a Kiwi that that married an American, went to Afghanistan, got shrapnel up his spine, so he's been living with spine difficulties for a very long time, up until fairly recently where he actually took his own life um, because he couldn't deal with it anymore, which is heartbreaking. Mm. Um, but he he always made me, made me sort of laugh in the fact that... Um, when they bring the trolleys around for our drinks and I had to have like one of those sippy cups with a straw because like that was just the state that I was in. And um, he would always tell the lady I wanted a Milo and I hate Milo and he knew this. <laughs> <laughs> and every time she came in, all I wanted was just a nice hot cup of coffee and he always got me the Milo and I'd always try and throw it at him. But um, yeah, like I think... For me, that was kind of like the the catalyst for change. Yep. Where, within the blink of an eye, like Hans, you know, like yep. in a blink of an eye, it can all be taken away from us. Right. Um, you've had it yourself. Yep. Um, and we all have those kind of things where it's it's time to smell the roses, kind of thing. <clears throat> and I feel like what I've been through in my life, I've taken from a lot of different areas, um, from football, for example, like that really set me up for where I am today. Um, I've met some really amazing people like Phil and now it's my turn to give back Yep, and I think that's why I, I really enjoy doing what I'm doing Like, um, I really want to help out the sustainable gardens by doing a quiz night at the Whole Meal Cafe with them and raise money for them um, really great people and Elliot at, at the sustainable yep. is, is just doing an amazing job Soul is just yep. an incredible wealth of knowledge with how to look after soil yep. and it's just you know, giving them some recognition yeah. and, and some help. The Rec Park Centre is a, a massive hub of activity mm-hmm. and, and being involved now with the board there is eye-opening to understand what the staff do. Like Tom and Laura do mm-hmm. so much there um, over and above what they should. Yeah, of course. Um, it's what it takes, unfortunately, more uh, than what they, more than what they Lou, get paid who, for. Who, who does the cleaning of the, the mm. Rec Park Centre. Like, she is the soul of that place. She keeps that place so amazing, and yeah. no one ever sees her. Um, and then, you know, like at the sports awards, you, you see it, like all these nominations, and mm. it's like these people are just doing amazing work. Yeah. And I'm sitting at the table, and I've got, like, um, Sarah Chapman, Philip Wolf, um, Tony and Fiona from GB Property Services, and I'm looking around, and it's like, look who I'm sitting with. Like, look around the room, and look who I'm sitting with in the room. And, yeah. and it's like, I think they've kind of made it. You know, like I'm, I'm surrounded with really good people. Yep. And it's, it's just rewarding, just having that feeling that I'm in a room full of really, really awesome people. Clarissa that does netball and rugby. And if I went to Clarissa and said, hey, Clarissa, I need some ha- help with football. Could you give me a hand? She won't say no. Uh. And, and it's just, you know, it's, it's those sort of people that are in the community. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the likes of the Youth Habitat with, yep. with their... Um, with what they're doing for the, the youth, and, and Tyler and JP just are, are so amazing. Um, Mahua Services. Yeah. Again, amazing. 
Oh, and it, we can just name so many, and it's such an amazing community like that. Absolutely. And, yeah. it, it, and I think the one thing I really want to see is just more togetherness now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and more, let, let's just bring the whanau together and, yeah, and, and have a good time. Mm. Um, and I think one thing we need to do is, is have a glass half full instead. Oh, like I, I was yep. waiting at the lights, and, and <laughs> you've got that big, you know, the, the, the mound of... Yep, that's yep. just building up and moving over. I don't think we should fix it. No, I don't either. I <laughs> think we should make that a tourist attraction. <laughs> I survived the, yeah. the the Golden Bay bump. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Put it on shirts. Yeah. Decorate it. Yeah. Also, you get to um, see the local people as well. You have to slow down and give people a wave. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's a bit like when we had the lights on the Taka Hill. It's just a nice time to take take a break and yep, yeah, absolutely take a breath. And, and you know, like. I think every community's got it. We're just lucky in Golden Bay that everyone knows everybody. It's small enough to recognise and see it. But it's oh, out exactly. there. It's out there in, in Blenheim. It's out there in, in Nelson, Matuaka. It's, it's out there. And we don't have to agree with everything that's been done. We I don't have not. to be involved mm. with everything that's been done. Yeah. But, you know, like the, the Youth Habitat doing their quiz night. Yeah. Get a team, just go along, have some yeah. fun, turn up. Win the quiz because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going there. No, you're not. I'm going to win. <laughs> bring it on, Carl. <laughs> and, and just have some fun. And yeah. I think that's one thing that I really love about Golden Bay is that if if you build it, people will support it. That's true, and that's what you've seen. And you bring that positivity, um, honey. You bring a positivity, Carl. You put. You know, it's about being community people. You know, it's about doing it for not. It's it's a little bit of um, you know altruism, but it's it's yeah. It's about about our community. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just remember, Chicago is the biggest airport in the world. That comes up in quizzes all the time. <laughs> and people go to LA, <coughs> LA, New York, London, yeah, yeah. Chicago. Oh, thank you, Carl. From that, that knows a night. He's, he, he, he's wearing a Chelsea jersey. Like, oh. Yeah, that's not a good time. Oh. Can you be on my team, though, Carl? <laughs> yeah, I'll consider it. <laughs> it's going to be who pays the most, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey Phil, thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. It's um, it's it, it. Today's positive show is very much about you know what we can do with glasses half full. Oh, and, exactly. Yeah. And just take time to smell the roses. Yeah, and exactly. remember, the road starts here, not ends here. That's right. <laughs> let's let's all promote that. You it know, starts at Phil's place in yeah. Pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went to this amazing hui on um, uh, the Fakatu Marai on on um, Wednesday, and you know when I got up to sort of introduce myself, I I actually said that to everybody. Got a laugh in the room, but I think hopefully they they got it, and I'm going to I'm going to keep I'm going to keep promoting the that everything starts in Golden Bay. Well, when we first moved here mm. um, about five six years ago, the the thing that we we're told probably the first week that we we're here is that Golden Bay is the best kept secret. Well, I don't think it's don't a secret it, anymore. No, and I don't <laughs> want it to be a secret. Like everyone knows about Golden Bay. Yeah, I don't want it to be a secret. Yeah. I want it to be absolutely. I want it, you know. And we used to have this thing in promotions that you know, um, the hidden gems. I went, let's get rid of hidden. Let's yeah, call them yeah. the gems. You know, it's it's about it's about. Yeah, well, last summer, Tata won the um, and stuff won beat you know New Zealand's most hidden beach or unknown beach, and it's like yeah. really. Yeah, the other side of I, Bay. I have yeah. to give just a bit of perspective having moved here six months ago. I think other people don't know enough. I think we have to shout out and um, reach over the hill. Yeah, you know? we do. We do. Don't do a bit of a Golden Bay invasion. Yep, yeah, definitely. Totally. Yeah. Yep, promote Golden Bay. Hey, look, I'm going to play Eye in the Sky because, you know, it's good perspective. And, um, and it was still a body part, being an eye. So. <laughs> 
There's been so much talking, we've only had 12 songs. <laughs> I know. Well, it's actually eight, it's seven, usually seven, actually. 20 odd. No, it's actually it's actually um, ten songs with. Um, well, that's ja- great. Just to reassure you, though, especially jazz with dancing songs, we're going to have more body parts um, yeah, yeah. next week. Yeah, you can choose your body part. <laughs> Whatever's favourite. Here we go. Don't, let's not go any further on that one. Um, here's Eye in the Sky, Alan Parsons Project.
Alan Parsons project and he was involved in uh, <coughs> the <coughs> You're choking on a hemp heart uh, in your own pantry. <coughs> I am. He was involved in the uh, Pink Floyd's um, the the dark side of the moon wasn't he? Alan Parsons actually his he, his first studio thing was Abbey Road. Ah right, yeah, so he's Beatles pretty around for a while doing yeah. a lot of good stuff. Anyway, look it's um it's about three minutes to nine and um, that's or two minutes to nine. So we've only got a couple more minutes. We're going to say thank you very much and goodbye and sir and see you later and thank you to our our wonderful sponsor GB Weekly and our wonderful guests today. Um, <clears throat> First of all, Tim King um, had to get off his tractor. I'll get you next time, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Talia Wilson, our youth worker, um, awesome stuff there, Talia. And um, Hans Bauer, positive um, reinforcement of uh, what madness. you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> the madness. <laughs> and, and and our our new. Um, uh, uh, Pilsmith, oh, our new, a new uh, work training work training for the apprentice. <laughs> and and you know what? Most of all, thanks to you. Thanks to you for listening and taking the time to um, have us in your in your lives this morning and um, get out there this weekend and have a nice safe one and uh, enjoy the sunshine, even if it's liquid. <coughs> and um, make the most. It's supposed to be rain, isn't it? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I hope not. Um, and uh, make the most of, of everything and be positive and enjoy life. And uh, yeah. Have a good week, everyone. And remember. Yeah, always remember. Let's forgive everyone for what. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.